to Recipes for Success with me, Heather Thompson. As a strategic career coach, mentor, author, podcaster and speaker, I help unfulfilled women discover their true career potential. Recipes for Success is a podcast celebrating diverse women defining success on their own terms. Success is a personal journey. However, by coming together, we can unlock the tools, inspiration and support needed to create our own unique path to success. Whether you're seeking guidance in your career, personal development or simply looking for motivation, Recipes for Success is here to give you food for thought. Tune in and be inspired to create your own Recipe for Success. Meet Emma, the visionary force behind White Meadow Interiors, a leading design firm nestled in the picturesque town of Boris County Carlow. As the founder and head designer, Emma brings her passion and expertise to create classic and impeccably tailored spaces that seamlessly blend beauty with functionality. Emma boasts a diverse skill set gained over her different careers, including being a qualified project manager and abstract artist. Her expertise spans residential and commercial projects with a recent specialisation in relocating clients from North America to Ireland. Emma is crazy passionate about her work and loves to build relationships with her clients so she can fulfil their needs and create the home of their dreams. I was really looking forward to this conversation with Emma. I love her message to dream big and you do you and this conversation did not disappoint. Emma highlighted the need for a strong worth ethic when striving for success, while also experiencing how luck and fate will play its hand in shaping your path. She has deliberately cultivated gratitude for the life she now lives, pushing past a loud and pesky inner critic, which for a long time told her she wasn't good enough to follow her dream of being an interior designer. Success for Emma is about being the best version of herself and by being just that, she's not only good enough but inspiring those around her. Let's get started with hearing another uplifting recipe for success. Hi and welcome back to another episode of Recipes for Success. Joining me today is the wonderful Emma Butler of White Meadow Interiors. Emma, you're very welcome. Hi, Heather. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, well, really, it's my pleasure. I get so much joy um, out of watching your Instagram and all of the fun projects and uh, different reels that you create. So I've been really looking forward to this conversation. Uh, thank you. You're very good. I, lo- I love doing the Instagram reels. I know that kind of they're saying, oh, reels are dead. You need to be doing something else. But I think it's your Instagram. Do what you like doing on it. And if people like it follow and if you don't see you later (laughs) yeah no I love it and I think you really embody that energy like your message it really is about like you do you and like I think that's a great kind of message to put out to our to our listeners today so I know you're an interior designer and also an abstract artist and you do like full like full fit out services and like design and color consultations but that hasn't always been your career. So maybe just tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of how you came to to where you are now, Emma. Oh my God, Heather, we haven't got long enough in the podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was thinking about this morning. I have had so many different roles. Like um, I used to work in the corporate center doing employee communications. I used to work, um, I used to be a publican. I used to make wedding cakes. I used to have a... A school uniform clothing shop I, I used to be a cleaner I used to be administration I've done like so many different jobs but I kind of feel that 
each one definitely brought skills into this job, especially the cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really true because it's something like I talk to my clients a lot about in terms of career, like this kind of concept of like transferable skills. Like sometimes we get very caught up in this idea that you have to have X amount of experience, but there are things that you learn in different jobs that you can bring into the next one. 100%, 100%. Like I think in all of my jobs, it would have been how to deal with people um, and how to just speak to people and how to kind of read people. Like a, a lot of my job would be like someone is telling me, look, we want this in the house and I want that and I want to have this, like feel like this and kind of what, well, what I try to do is kind of read between the lines of what they're telling me they want and what I know that they need. Yeah. Um, and then... Yeah. I try and deliver that to them and they're kind of like, I didn't even realize that that was a really important part of this. So that's always a really lovely feeling when someone kind of picks up on that, that you're kind of trying to deliver something that they didn't even ask for, but that they wanted. <laughs> no, it's it's true. And you're right. Like just kind of a, a team of connection and communication in, in like your prior careers up to, to White Meadow. And I, I was kind of curious on that because even looking at some of your wonderful client testimonials, like a lot of your customers are saying what you're saying, that you gave them something that they didn't even want, like that they didn't know that they wanted. And you were kind of like pushing them outside of their comfort zone. Um, and I thought that was really curious because like, I remember one lady saying like she ended up picking colors that she never thought she would pick. Like, how do you get that balance to kind of, deliver and make sure they like it but kind of challenge them past their current thinking um I don't know it's such an organic process it depends who I'm with and I can I can kind of see like sometimes I'll say to people um when we're trying to like when I'm trying to come up with like what is their style it doesn't even like don't send me like a picture of a room that you like send me an artwork that you like send me a top your favorite top out of your drawer like I can work out what your favorite colors are. I can work out kind of what you're drawn to. I can work out if you like pattern or if you prefer like kind of more muted things. Um, and I, I like, and I love this is it's crazy, but I really love to try and get inside someone's head. I really love to kind of, and then when I'm looking for stuff, I'm like, oh my God, she's going to love this. She's going to love this. And then when they ping back like, oh, Emma, that's fabulous. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Like, cause I've done it. I've got inside your head now. I know. I know what you want. Like, <laughs> oh, I, I, I was reading that. Like one of the questions that you asked to try and get inside people's head is asking them like how they want to feel in a particular space. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Because I just kind of think your home, your environment is um, it's so important to you, and it's so important to your mental health. And I think, I think like kind of one of those testimonials were reading, it was from a woman and her house was quite cluttered and she said she just didn't feel calm in her house. Yeah. So we came up with a solution where we fitted um, lots of storage and we did a big declutter definitely, but like we really streamlined the space and we really kind of kept any of the cluttery items. We had spaces for them they had cupboards to go to we weren't getting rid of them we weren't throwing them out but they all had a home yeah. and then when you sat down in that room in the evening with your glass of wine and you were relaxing that's when you got your sense of calm and she'd sent me a message shortly after doing the room and she was away on a seminar and she she often works away but she said I'm so looking forward to going home oh, <laughs> lovely. that makes me all emotional like to think that like you can do that to someone you can just like kind of you, you can it's not life-changing it's not 
but it kind of is it kind of is it's kind of really important because your home is a reflection of you and yeah. I don't want to change you I don't want to change your home but I just want to improve it I want you to have the best version of you and you to have the best version of your home like and I think like that's achievable no matter what your budget is yeah no I love that and I actually do agree with you I think your home is like a huge reflection of who you are like I know like that I need to start take and get better care of myself if I notice that my house gets very messy and you know maybe the the laundry's been on the dryer for you know three or four days and there's all these clothes that need to be ironed like I, I can imagine how like trans transformative it was for that lady like kind of getting rid of that clutter it kind of clears your mind yeah it does it does and like it, kind of your bedroom is the most important one your bedroom should be a sanctuary like I try and keep nothing out of the bedroom now people might think like that my home is like an Instagram worthy home it's not I put up the pictures when it's all clean and nice looking <laughs> we have three kids here we have a big silly dog horses rabbits running around the place so um it's not a perfect home and it's often quite messy but um I must share some pictures of a normal house as well <laughs> yeah well no but you're you know it is a home right like it's not a show house so like a home is yeah. sort of reflective of the family life that like exists within it as well um something you were saying there because like when I think about interior designers I guess I think automatically about the kind of creative element and I know that you're an abstract artist as well but you're also a project manager um, yeah. And I think that's quite interesting because maybe a lot of people, I think sometimes there's this perception of people who are creative that they're quite like arty farty, but you yeah. are a project manager, you're very organized. Like I hear a lot of feedback from your clients about attention to detail. Like how do you feel like those two sides of your work and personality fit together? Um, I don't know. Like I suppose I love, I love the whole project management side of it, but I think that's my obsessive compulsive disorder or my ADHD I don't know I've something that I like want to control everything right <laughs> and kind of when I think I like dealing with the trades I like that I like the guys that I work with um I have built up relationships with them so I know like kind of exactly when they when they were when they say oh, I'll be there I know they will be when they say it's going to take me three days right I know it will be so then I can schedule in someone else and if I wasn't doing the project management that control would be taken out of my hands and then I can't do my best job. Yeah. The abstract art is, um, I haven't done anything in ages. I, just, I, f I really have to kind of feel in the mood for it yeah. and I have to have time. But like, it's such a brain dump for me because I can't think of anything else when I'm painting and that's why I love it. And like, even if I didn't sell any of them, I would still be doing it. I have them all over my house. Um, I've sold, I've sold a good few of them. And sometimes I am searching for, like I like to find kind of something to linchpin a design on. So I'm searching for a nice piece of artwork and then I'll pull the color for the wall, the curtains, the yes. sofa. And if I can't find that, I will make one because I know exactly what I want to do. And that's kind of where that developed from. I think that's amazing like for for your clients as well because they're like getting like, a unique piece of like art if if like and that you're sort of building the the mood and feel of the room around as well yeah yeah and like I kind of sometimes it can be really hard to communicate to a client this is what I'm thinking like uh, when I walk into a space when someone asks me to come and look at a space I don't do this in everyone's house it's just if you ask me to look but I will instantly kind of be sitting there going oh that there and this there like I go off into my own little world of like how 
I know exactly how this room is going to look when we've put all the things in and I know what color it should be and I know how the things should go together and I always always thought everyone does that but like yeah. it wasn't until I started speaking to people it's like no some people out there find that really difficult now there's lots of stuff I find really difficult but I get help with that because you know I can't do it but um I can do this. <laughs> no, it, this. It, it's great. And, and in my last episode, I was talking to Suzanne about like superpowers. So it kind of sounds like that's your superpower. Like you can come into a space and appreciate it for where it's at, but also like vision it to be something different or more. I think that's an incredible skill to have. Like even when I'm talking to my clients about careers, like I'm always trying to encourage them to vision it out, you know, to like, like even vision boarding like to sort of like well what's your biggest dreams like have yeah. do you do that in your own business as well as like in like in the spaces that you're in I do like kind of like what's your wish list tell yeah. me like what what's your dream and like you know like kind of what what's your aspirations like if you we're working on one house at the moment and um she just said I love Studio McGee I love Shay from Studio McGee I love her and so, like, I know I can just go straight to Shay's style. I know exactly what it is. And, um, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to make her home like a studio McGee home here in Ireland. Like, um, but I think it's really, really important to dream big. I think that's so like in, in your own life, like never mind your interiors and your spaces in your life. It's so important to kind of imagine, right, well, what's the best version we can do here? And then, you know, I know this podcast about success and like what are your tips on it? And I know that's kind of something that's going to come up, but like it's working really, really hard. Like there's so much slog that goes on behind. Oh, look, I did this and it's wonderful. So I think there's an, like, you know, you're talking about like kind of Instagram, like houses, right. And like how, like say your home is lived in, but that's kind of the same, isn't it? For like running your own business that like sometimes we see all the highlight reels on Instagram. Like I know you've been nominated for awards, but I imagine that there's a lot of hard work that, that goes into that in the background as well, Emma. A hundred percent, Heather. Like, um, it has been a crazy journey doing this. Like, um, even the study, I'm super dyslexic and I didn't realize how badly I was dyslexic until I went back to right. college to do my course in interior design up in UCD. And, um, yeah, it was really like, it, it takes me so much longer to, absorb information and repeat it and have it it just takes me forever yeah. so it was such hard work doing it but like I kind of really believe like the hard work is it's a privilege it's an absolute privilege to be given an opportunity to have that hard work it's an absolute privilege to be given the go ahead in someone's home it's an absolute privilege to be in a position that I can run my own business I can manage my own hours it's it's tough it's really tough there's sides of it that people just don't see um I work weekends I'm up most mornings at five o'clock and I'm getting a couple of hours done on the laptop before the kids even get out of the bed once they're gone back to bed I could be up again till 10 o'clock at night I there's so much slogging that goes into it it's unreal um and like I wouldn't have it any other way though. I love it. I think if if you're not prepared to work really, really hard for something and strive for something, then you know, kind of you don't deserve it. You don't deserve it. That's Well well, thanks for sharing that, because I, I do think that's sort of a side to owning your own business that do you know, like 
can't like isn't always talked about because you're seeing all the wins on on social media but you're right like there's it takes a lot of effort to get there it's like when people make things look easy like when i see your reels on on design i often think like there's a lot of work uh, and time and energy and experience that's gone into making that thing look easy like when someone makes something look easy that's because of all of the hard work they've probably done for like years before that yeah a hundred percent a hundred percent like do you know and people even say oh you're so lucky you're so lucky and it's like yeah i am and i am i'm so fortunate and i've met some amazing people that have introduced me to amazing people that have do you know like that but like if you if you're lucky and you if you're lucky you get an opportunity and when you're given that opportunity if you don't have the work ethic of Give more than expected of you. Always do that little bit more than it's expected of you or that you're getting paid for. Genuinely care about people and how the thing is going to end up. Genuinely, just just always strive to be doing more, doing better. I, I don't, I'd like, I, definitely when I look back at my work a year ago or two years ago, I kind of go, oh my God, I've really, I've really grown. I've really, yeah. I've really come like you know but like I still I know I I still have more to go and I've still got mountains to climb and I'm really excited about I'm really excited about what else is coming down the line for me like if the past is anything to go by yeah it's a great attitude to have it's sort of like you know you're looking back and you can see the progress but like there's still like aspirations ahead and I I agree with you about luck I think like luck is kind of a combination of opportunity and hard work like you know Mm -hmm. it's like it's that it's putting yourself in a position to take advantage of those opportunities when when they come true and I know like yeah. from your Instagram like you talk a lot about like one of the things that gets you through those long days and that hard work is like the passion that you have for interior design like how how does passion play a role in success in your opinion uh do you know what to be honest when when I was about f- oh god about seven or eight I used to like be dictating to my mom about what colors should go on the walls and how the furniture should <laughs> did she take you your know, advice she did of course <laughs> good <laughs> she was a bit like oh Jesus would you go play with a doll or something <laughs> but, um, forever I've wanted to do this forever yeah. this is what I just absolutely love I would watch all the tv programs do you know like God, even if you remember, do you know that changing rooms and stuff like yes, yes. program? But like I, I just lived and breathed those magazines. I would just drool over if I met an interior designer, I'd be like, Oh my god, I love what you do. <laughs> but like I honestly told myself a story that I was not good enough to be an interior designer. Like and I was Where always Where do you think that story came from? Oh, I think I think the story we tells ourselves we tell ourselves. Like you said earlier about like if you had a superpower. Yeah. The superpower I would love is to be able to touch off someone and get rid of that little horrible critic voice inside your head because that's what holds you back more than anything. That person yeah. going, You're not good enough. No, you can't do that. You can't. Like but yeah, you have to and you have to overcome that person and be like, Watch me. <laughs> Watch yeah. me. I will do it. I will do it. And it's a, it's a lot to overcome that person. Um, and I, I remember like kind of my I, I would always be the go to person for um, 
Emma's good at colours in a house. She's good at furniture placement. She knows where to get the good stuff. Um, so I would have been the family and the friends of like, we'll get Emma to come in and have a look at this. And I loved doing it. Absolutely loved doing it. Um, felt really privileged to be asked. Um, and then one day my father-in-law, I was after doing his sitting room and he said to me, Emma, you should be doing this as a living. You're really, really good at it. And I, I literally just, I don't, I don't know where the words come out of. I just went, oh, but Jim, I, I wouldn't be good enough to, to do this for a living. And he was like, why? Why do you think that? He said, what, what are you trying to say to yourself? He said, you are good enough. He said, you are brilliant at what you're doing. He said, I'd pay you for doing it. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't. That, that's great though, because <laughs> like, I, I, I imagine that support in that moment like me- meant a lot. It really did. It really did. And then um, kind of what was funny, a couple of months before that, my dad, I turned 40 and my dad had given me a little secret envelope of money. And he said, like, that's for you. I want you to do something good with it. And at the time, Heather, we were in so much debt. It was ridiculous. We just moved into the house. We owed money everywhere. We'd so much we needed to do. My dad knew that, like, I, I spend money on my house and I spend money on my kids. Kind of, I yeah. really struggled to, like, go spend it on myself. And he said, I'm giving you that money, but you're not allowed to spend it on the house. You're not allowed to spend it on the kids. It's something just for you and try and do something good with it. And then my father-in-law said this to me. um, And then like kind of one day I was on, I was on Facebook, I think. And the next thing an advert came up for, do you dream of being an interior designer? No way. What's the thing? Yes. Are you is this Facebook in my thoughts again? Yes, it is, of course. (laughs) But like when I clicked in to look at this course, here was the course and the cost of it was exactly the money that was in my envelope. And that's I spent the money. And I remember Lara at the time, he was like, Emma, you know, we have to we should pay off our debt. Which you know, we owe we owe money. Like we should pay off the credit card or we should pay this. And I was like, No, no, I can't, I can't. I you know, my dad said I have to do something good with it. So my dad and my father in law completely got me started with that whole belief things. And then, you know, it just it just snowballed, just snowballed. I loved doing anything kind of where someone would ask me my opinion on stuff. And then they'd follow through and then they'd be like, oh, wow, this is amazing. Um, and kind of I didn't I didn't want anything for doing it. But like one of them then developed into a contact for Pembroke Dental. And this lady worked for Pembroke Dental and she said, look, I have this amazing girl. She'll come in and she'll do a design in in one of their waiting rooms. They really needed like an upgrade. And so I went in to meet Brenda Barrett from Pembroke and um Oh, to be honest, Heather, I vomited on the way up to that meeting. I was so nervous, like, because wow. I knew it was such a big deal. Yeah. Um, and I just, just fake it, fake yeah, it, and yeah. just you're scared, but do it anyway. Just get on with it. And um, I got the, I got the job for doing that surgery. And then she said me, to me, I want you to roll it out to all our surgeries. So there was about 10 wow. in total. And I want you to project management everything. And I swear to God, I came out of that meeting and I just, well, I cried the whole way home because <laughs> it was life changing. It was absolutely life changing. Yeah, it, it, it's it's amazing though, isn't it? Like that, what started, I suppose it sounds like sort of a, a passion project, like a hobby. And then you got, you know, you got this break and it, it, it was life changing. Like it became a viable career for you then. Like, yeah. 
you're talking about the sports day of your father and your father-in-law it's something like i kind of noticed on your page as well like obviously you mentioned lara who's your husband and um so emma's husband lara and my husband phil are both carpenters so that's how emma and i had originally met each other uh so very handy men to have around the house um yeah but he's very supportive but equally like i see you collaborating a lot with like other business owners and like say shops that i just think that's amazing that sort of like women supporting women or just like supporting those local businesses like how how important has that support been in sort of like getting your business to the next level oh 100% like i i couldn't do anything without without the support that I've got. And I talk about like my father-in-law and my dad. Yeah. And they were, they were the inspiration with the words yeah. and the money. Thank you. But like, my God, um, Lara's mom, Carmel, she takes care of the kids and she's an amazing like support. She'd do anything to help me. And, um, I, I couldn't, I couldn't manage Heather without her. She's always there like to pick up, drop, keep. She's just amazing. And she keeps us all going. And then like my mom, my mom's very inspirational as well. My mom has a shop in Greg Namana and, um, mom works like six days a week. Um, about eight years ago, my mom had a brain aneurysm and oh, she was so really cool. lucky to come out of it and kind of, these are all like kind of, these are the women around me. And I just, it, it, I'm so lucky with all the support I have. And as for the businesses and the, it's just kind of building up relationships and partnerships with these people. Like I always talk about the girls in Carla Paint Hub. Yes. They don't pay me any money for that. I just love their whole ethos for working. They're so passionate about paint. I love that. Yeah. Then, um, Paul in interior flooring he's I've never met anyone as passionate about flooring as Paul and I'm like wow you're the best for flooring you are I just clicked with him instantly like um Ambiard Furniture that's Ildis I I met Ildis on my course he's so passionate he's a cabinet maker and he's so passionate about everything he does with like the finest of detail that I'm just like oh my god I want to work with you and I want to work with you and I want to work with you because if you're as passionate as I am about what I'm doing, my clients are going to get the best as the yeah. best out of this. Imagine what you can create together. And I think it's nice because often, you know, if people are listening that are thinking about building their own business or, you know, becoming an entrepreneur, like there's a lot of narrative out there about how lonely it can be. But I think Definitely. like there's great inspiration there from what you're saying that doesn't have to be like you can build these networks and like that not only benefits your clients but it sort of like benefits you as well yeah yeah because it's that support that you can ring someone and be like god this has happened what do you think because constantly in this there's like oh disaster hang on now this we can't do that there and it's like right and you have to have a good head on your shoulders to be kind of like yeah. right we need to like kind of stand back and look at this can't be emotional about it it's just this is what it is this is where we are now what's the best we can do um and yeah if you have these people that you can turn to i think lara is just kind of sick of me at this stage waking them up in the middle of the night you know the way i think such such a body um, <laughs> Go away from me, Emma. It's actually a great point that you're making there, like, because particularly in like, so like I'm, as you know, like I'm going through like a house build as well at the moment. And there's a lot of it that's outside of your control, right? Like when the tradesmen show up or how long, you know, it will take to get something in stock. So I think that's, uh, you know, when we think about success as well, like I always think 
part of success is failure or like the ability to pivot when you've kind of got challenges in in your past like have you had to go overcome any particular challenges yourself to kind of get to where you are now oh my god it's all failures but like you can look at failure like oh god poor me this is awful or you can look at failure of like what am I learning from this? What, what, yeah. What's this teaching me? And that's honestly the way I look at it, Heather. There's no successful out, person out there that um, just got there. It's all yeah. failure. And each, the more kind of failure you have leading up to that is is purely like your success level. Plus, I don't think it's worth it. If you go out and you do something really well and say, oh, Jesus, this is great. This is fantastic. If you've worked really hard for something and you failed at it and you failed at it, but you kept going, if you had that perseverance to keep going and then you're successful at something, it's like, wow, wow. Because yeah. I know how shit it was when I was failing at this. It, it's you know? so true. I, and, and I think they kind of say that, like, you know, like the most successful people are the people who just like persevered when everyone else has stopped. Yeah, yeah. And like, you know, like kind of in this job, you're not, you, I, I'm not going to get every job I go for. Like, I, yeah. I'm not, like I haven't. And even kind of um, there a couple of months back, I was applying to be on a TV show. Ooh. <laughs> and I had done this whole thing for Instagram that I was like filming myself after having the interview and saying, like, oh, I've just done it and I'm so excited. And um then I'm kind of like filming well I haven't heard anything yet and you know and I was doing this video that like kind of then when I was going to be on tv that it would show how you know like kind of the different stages and that 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 would be a lovely reel to show people bring them on the journey of it but like it didn't happen I didn't get I didn't get the the thing it was like an interior design thing coming out and like kind of at the time that really devastated me I was like I want to be on tv (laughs) but like kind of looking back on it now I got an opportunity there recently to work on an absolutely amazing house up in Dublin and it was it was recently bought for like 2.6 million it's a project that I just is amazing absolutely amazing the budget that's there for it is crazy the the trades that I can get in to do the work what we're going to do in this place is amazing but if I'd have got that tv show I couldn't have took on this project and I know the return I'm going to get out of doing the project is yeah. is worth far more to me than the TV show, just in terms of your next level of business, you know? Oh, it's, it's, a, it's a great lesson. Like, I often think, like, and it's very hard. I think rejection is, you know, it can be quite painful in the moment. And I totally get what you're saying about it kind of feeling, like, quite devastating. Um, whether, you know, say even in, like, if people are in, um, like, nine to fives, it's, you know, you go for the promotion that you don't get or when it's your own business, like, sometimes you feel like maybe it's something personal to you, but you're right, like, re- like rejection is redirection. And, like, now this new opportunity has opened up. And as I said, that's going to probably have, like, more more impact on your business. Yes, 100%. And, like, and just kind of, it's funny I, I always really trust the process um, of like what's coming down the line, the people that I'm supposed to be working. If I, if I'm, if I'm free to take on a project, I'm meant to be working with that person. Um, at the time. Yeah. I was devastated that I didn't get the, the TV show, but like looking back on it now, that was the best thing that could have happened to me yeah. because if I'd have taken it on, I definitely couldn't have done this job as well. And um this is this is definitely where I should be and this is definitely what I should be doing because this is kind of the road I want to be down do you know yeah 
So that can be a real, real messenger of like trust to process. Like, you know, if you've yes. suffered a setback, it could actually end up being an opportunity for you. A hundred. And that's with life. Like I, I know like kind of years ago, we were looking at this other house and, um, we like it needed loads of work and it was in it was in quite bad condition and we'd had enough money to buy it but we wouldn't have had enough money to do it up so we'd have been living like god I don't know trying to save up the money to get the jobs done and it would have probably been a bit soul destroying and then we didn't get to buy that house but and devastated then again but like a couple of weeks after this house that we're in now came up and my god if you know anything from my instagram it's that i absolutely i go around hugging the walls of my house i love it so much <laughs> really happy place i i'm personally like that when i go on holiday i'm sad because like oh i miss the house like but i love it i love where i live i love the people around where i live i just I, we were meant to be here everything yeah. since we've moved here has just everything's clicked into place everything's worked um like and it's lovely but like that was that was the redirection then we weren't yeah. supposed to be in the other house we were supposed to be here like and yeah you have to trust it you have to trust it just give it up and just trust it and see what happens put it out there manifest no it. it's true because even though like you know what you're saying is so right that there's a lot of hard work that goes into success sometimes then there is a balance though you can't force it sort of no. like you know what what is going like and i know it's like not everyone loves that term but i, I do believe it like what's for you won't pass you you know hundred percent and like yeah there is and there's a balance there because i think work really hard have everything in place that then when something comes for you you know how to do it that you're prepared to do it that you have that work ethic there to do it and then like and i think as well when you open yourself up to these opportunities more of them just come people just come to you and it's it's amazing met some really lovely people over the past couple of years and and like kind of I don't know, kind of anyone that I'm kind of working on their houses or I have worked previously on, I consider them all friends. Like, I, I really loved the people. I, that was one of my things when I started, like, kind of my, my manifestation and my vision board. It's like, top of the list was I want to work with nice people. And yeah. that's what I've got. I've got really nice people and um, just really fond of them. Still still would keep in contact. It's lovely. I love that. I don't know if you can read the, the poster behind me, but it says, like, your vibe attracts your tribe. Um, and yes. that's that's like exactly what you're saying there like you know the sort of energy that you're putting out there like often that gets reflected back to you and the people that you find like coming into your world or that you end up working with yeah I'm pinching myself every day Heather that like I get to wake up and this is my job and I get to live in this house and I like me and Lara 20 years together coming up in October oh We're congratulations <laughs> together thank you but like you know you know I'm still mad about them still absolutely crazy about them (laughs) you know we've we've three lovely kids and they're super kind and they're they're just they're lovely kids and um they're all healthy and like I know I'm the most blessed woman on this earth like really to be to have everything I have and you know to yeah I'm I'm really thankful I'm really grateful for it all like it's amazing well thank you so much for sharing no because even though we've been talking about the interior design piece you're right like you know and this is kind of a huge part of this podcast is that success is more than just our careers and you're right kind of being in a home you love you know with like you know such a supportive partner like um your children like the whole lifestyle that you've built for yourself like even talking about the support of your parents and and your in-laws as well I mean I, I think that's the sort of like life that a lot of us would aspire to 
Yes, a hundred percent, hundred percent. I pinch myself. It's um, it's it's lovely. It's lovely, and, and I'm so lucky. I'm so grateful for it. I'm so blessed for it, and I wake up every morning thankful for it. Like, and you know, you're talking about gratitude. I mean, that's something I suppose has become a little bit of a buzzword of late. But it is something like I would really believe in that. Like, even in you know your crappiest days, there's probably something like to be thankful for. Was that like a natural part of your personality, or is that something that you cultivated? That's definitely something I cultivated. Definitely something I cultivated. I I think, um, and it takes cultivation because it's very hard to be like, oh, I'm so grateful. And you can yeah. say it, but and, like not feel it. But I, I recently put up a post about like kind of that, you know, you're grateful for what you have while you're striving to get more. Yes. You know, like if you don't start off being grateful for what you have right now, what you're lucky to have right now, you'll never get more because why would anyone give you more when you don't, you're not even happy with what you have. You know, I love that. I think I actually saw that on your Instagram. Um, Yeah. Be happy with what you have while working for what you want. Focus on becoming a better version of yourself every day and let your progress be your motivation discipline and obsession will take you further than passion ever will the past is in your head the future is in your hands yeah yeah a hundred percent that that's complete mantra for me like just always be striving for better but never forget kind of don't forget your past like god yeah and but like be grateful for it every every kind of shitty thing that has happened to you in your life has brought you to like where you are right now and like this isn't this great where you are right now and god what's exciting what's coming down the road for you like it's amazing it's amazing what could possibly be there and that's for everyone like that's not just me but that is genuinely how i feel about it i i'm buzzing for what's coming like i don't even know what's coming i know it's gonna be brilliant <laughs> but you're going to be ready and you're going to be ready to put in the work and you're going to have the vision yeah. no i i love it and i think like it's it's really important like to sort of celebrate your success like i love when you were saying like god you look back like a year or two ago and you know it makes you excited to think like where you'll be in a year or two um like often that's a step we miss like we're so focused on the destination of a certain like title or like amount of money or you know to own the house or to do whatever that we forget to like actually enjoy the process of it yes a hundred percent yeah yeah definitely so uh, like would you say like in terms of what motivates you like I hear a lot you know I hear you kind of saying like that striving like that striving for more like you mentioned about you know like the next mountain next thing like and I know there's an element as well of like if people kind of tell you you can't do something you're like watch me like so like is there something like really underlying that like is your kind of biggest motivation I don't know I think I'm there's no one saying to me like um I don't know there's it's not like kind of anyone's kind of pushing me back the other direction it's it's me saying oh that's you you know you can't go you can't do this you can't oh sure how are you going to manage you've like the three kids I remember doing a post ages ago about like um about that like the things that people have said to me yeah not really but you know that was things I was saying to myself an awful lot like and I want, I, I'm not having no competition with anyone. Like I really don't, but I've competition with me. Yeah. I've really competition with myself. And I really want to push myself and see how far can I push this? How, how, 
how can you do how much more can you do like mm. and I love that and even like today you saying to me like you know when you sent me that message the other week saying oh I want you to be on my podcast because I find your story really inspiring like that was that was that was that was success to me Heather that you would contact me and say that to me like that's oh. amazing and I meant it um, so yeah well thank you thank you um I love it. I love the whole journey of it. There's ups, there's downs, there's stuff like I don't share. I probably should. I don't share much on social media when I don't feel in the good headspace. Yeah. When I'm all over it, that's when it's like I'm buzzing with ideas and everything like that. But I have my downtime too that I just go, oh, I don't, I don't want to do anything today. So I don't, I never try and force it. You know, I just step back from it. No, and I think it's a great point. And actually, Judy, who was on the podcast as well, kind of said that as well. Like some days she could actually just spend the day in bed and she's actually learned to just like, honor that if if that's like where you can't force your energy sometimes and I think sometimes we try to do that and then we end up in a worse situation because actually maybe you know a couple of hours in nature uh, you know a large bottle of wine would actually would help (laughs) a little bit more but I I love that I kind of hear you saying like what's motivating you is just to be the best version of yourself that you can possibly be and the way I look at it I've I've three three small kids they're all looking at me and um I was talking to my eldest the other day she's 14 and I was kind of telling her about doing this podcast and I said it's really it's kind of it's difficult to kind of quantify how you're successful I don't know and she was like but sure you are and I was like how's that affected you I said because you remember when you know I was working for administration and you know I was an office assistant that's what I was doing and she said well I think she said, my view has changed on it, ma'am, that actually I could probably do anything. Oh, wow. I could probably take on any job or set up a business that I could do anything. She said, because she said, you know, I see you doing it yeah. and I know I can do it then. And she said, and I know you will support me as much as you've been supported. Like, and she wow. said, like, I suppose that's kind of the biggest thing for me that like, I, and I was like, kind of, we were driving along in the car and I was like, <laughs> I know well, I've got tears in my eyes and like goosebumps listening to you say that <laughs> yeah I was just it was it was uh, you know because you're a 14 year old girl it's like she's normally you you don't really see her on my Instagram because she's like you're so cringe allergic <laughs> mommy like so uncool like <laughs> so cringe I'm so cringe but I love being cringe you know like no but that's it, just it, me it's, I, it, it's it's like it's amazing what you're saying there because I think that's a huge part of what this podcast is about it's like I think when people can see things they can believe that they can be it as well and like that's your daughter saying exactly that like you know like you've inspired a me mum like that I know I could I could do anything but also that like you would support me in that and I think that like what an incredible legacy yeah yeah and that I find that very motivating that like yeah. kind of they're they're looking at me kind of smashing it and it's such a great thing to kind of say look you can do this you can do this um yeah that's great and there was another lovely one I met a friend in the local supermarket um a couple of weeks back and um I was having I was having a real down day now Heather I don't always be happy and light but yeah. and I have my days we all do we like, all do um and look and those days I just like step away and I just kind of mind myself and like you say I go I go for a big walk down by the river and I just just chill out a bit um but I met this girl in the supermarket and um she said she came up to me and she said Emma I just want to say do you know she said you really inspired me and I was like did I and she was like yeah she says I haven't worked for um 40 years and she said I went back to work um a couple of weeks ago and I'm loving it wow. and she said it was something you said in one of your videos that 
you know, you can change your life at any time you want. And she said, and I just thought, you're right, you're right. And she said, and I applied for a job and she said, I'm absolutely loving it. And she said, I just want to say thank you. And I was like, okay. (laughs) I'm just going to go cry by the meat. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in the freezer here. (laughs) You know, like, and I thought, oh my God, wow. Like, you know, if you touch someone like that, that's, that's huge. That's huge for me. That really, really like got me that really got me yeah but Amazing. I I love that and I think that actually embodies you massively like whether it's going into someone's house and like really getting it to like reflect them and like change them and like change that space to really reflect who they are and how they feel like that's it like manifesting in other areas as well and I, I know I saw something on your Instagram like that you're I think it was your youngest girl like you were sitting out like having glass wine in the garden and she just like commented on how happy you looked and I was just like like oh, wow like that is the example like I would love to like be setting like that's what I would want people to say about me if they were spending time in my company uh yeah um I think uh, yeah that was yeah that was lovely she's very cute um yeah no it's very cute I just I think I suppose I I don't know. It's a hard thing to kind of say about yourself, but I think I'm kind of a relaxing presence. Well, I'm yeah. not probably probably not relaxing. But, <laughs> but no, I, I think Lara would probably uh, <laughs> debate you on that one. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I am a queen head wrecker of Lara. Um, <laughs> but I think I think interior designers. There's a preconception that they are maybe up themselves that they're yeah. they're very fancy like when I started off doing this I found interior designers so intimidating I always kind of said I don't dress like them I don't act like them I'm not as refined as them um but like uh, and I tried I really tried for a little while to sound like them and like write my my proposals in like kind of that speak and I just found it exhausting trying to be yeah. someone I'm not. And yeah. um, in the end, it's like, look, this is me. This is how I speak. Um, you know, and kind of like I, I, I could write off myself. I think this would be gorgeous in your house. I think you should get this. This is gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but like, it's just normal. I'm but just normal. You, like, like, that, like that, yeah, that sounds... Yeah. Uh, I love that. And I think that's a great message, you know, to people that like, if you're trying to be something that you're not like, it is exhausting, you know? And it's like, if you just embrace like how you talk and like how you move around in the world, like people, it it was what you were saying earlier, like people are going to gravitate towards that. The right people. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I just kind of like, you can try and be someone else, but like it is exhausting, but it's also really fake. And like, I think, kind of I've done that like kind of with the Instagram that like I'll, I'll put up posts and I'll put up posts and I'll go make on and my hair I've just like some of them I've done and even I've just woke up in the bed and you know it's like and I remember Lars saying oh my god I can't believe you put that up on social media like, and I was like why sure this is me this is who I am like and yeah. you know like people like realness I like realness I really appreciate someone being, being real like social media it's just like on instagram it's like oh put up the best version of your life and everything no kind of that's not it's not normal do you know no i love it and you know i think that vulnerability is what like creates that like connection like with people and people do appreciate that in in a world where there is a lot of you know kind of fakeness and it's hard to like determine what's real or not like people appreciate that authenticity as well and you can I think you can smell it like you can feel it you can smell it off someone like you just know like whether yeah. that's the, the truth of it or not 
um like so i like obviously i quoted one of you know the quotes that you had put up on instagram like i, I do find it really inspiring and you've definitely got me thinking but like if you could give like a piece of advice or like if there is something that was said to you that stuck with you on success like what is maybe one thing you would want to share with our listeners just to finish up emma i think if you can find something like that ikigai that whole concept do you know that one yeah yeah maybe do a brief explanation for anyone who maybe hasn't heard about it before so ikigai is a pure concept that if you can find something that you are really passionate about doing that is of service to somebody else and that you can get paid for that is like the holy grail of happiness and that for me has been like when I read that the first time it was in Jay Shetty book and I read that and I was like oh my god this is I have got my ifa guide this is this is yeah. this is amazing this is exactly what it is so I kind of think if you who knows where your passion is only you yeah. like it doesn't have to make sense to anyone else but if you can find a way to make that passion that something you're really interested in doing to work for you to like service other people but also that you can make an income from it so that it funds your lifestyle like isn't that amazing like work really hard to do that rather than doing a job that you're kind of like you're only half in you're only really kind of half arse in it don't half arse anything if you find something you really love to do go full arse <laughs> I, I love it I couldn't think of a better uh, quote to, to, to end on go full arse <laughs> But no, Emma, look, that was brilliant. And really, like, I, I knew I was really going to enjoy that conversation. And I'm sure our listeners will as well and take so much of, uh, away in terms of, like, creating that vision of a life, you know, dream big, think big, be bold. Um, I'll, like, in, in, in the show notes, I'll link your website. So um, whitemeadowinteriors.com. Now, I know you're kind of booked up until nearly the end of the year. But if people are interested in checking January. out some... <laughs> Emma services you know, I'll put that link in the show notes and I know she offers gift vouchers as well so maybe even if you're looking for for gifts for people who are um you know building or looking to transform their homes I'll also link in Emma's socials as well so Facebook and Instagram we've talked a lot about how amazing her Instagram is so absolutely I do recommend please go follow that you will not uh, regret it um Emma thank you so much for being on recipes for success today thanks so much for a wonderful conversation and we like really wish you the best in whatever amazing things you're gonna go do next thank you so much Heather and we have to meet up for that large bottle of wine very soon on the <laughs> it's a deal <laughs> <They're> gonna... <laughs> thanks guys thanks for listening If you've enjoyed this episode of Recipes for Success with me, Heather Thompson, I will be grateful if you can take a moment to rate, review and subscribe on your favourite podcast platform. I love reading your feedback and it will help others find us. Visit my website, thesuccesscoach.ie for more resources and information on how you can work with me for personalised career coaching. Remember to follow me on social media at successcoachheather, all the one word, on Instagram for updates, behind the scenes content and sneak peeks of upcoming podcast episodes. If you have any suggestions or topics you'd like me to cover, please feel free to reach out as I'd love to hear from you. Until next time, thank you for listening and remember your success story awaits. (music) 